Hey guys, this is Megan and this is the Mexican Lift Podcast. I am coming back at you with part two of three in regards to some of my programs, thoughts, and programming for strength for different individuals. So on the little intro podcast for these three, or part one of three, I talked about an overview of kind of my background and also the programs that I offer and my thoughts on programming for general public people who just want to be badass at life on athletes, runners, and for powerlifters. So today I'm going to focus on strength for runners. Now, this, like runners, are athletes who have goals that, again, are not in relationship to the barbell. So their barbell training or their strength training is to enhance their running. So they're not, they shouldn't be putting themselves, like any other athlete, at a great greater risk for injury by barbell training. They should in fact be trying to enhance their running and keep them from getting injured running. In other words, what am I trying to say? I'm trying to say that strength training should be beneficial to them. It should not take away from their running. Um, it should not put un- unneeded stress on their bodies or put them at a risk, greater risk for injury. Which I feel like you see, again, I mentioned this in the podcast before, you start to see a lot with some strength coaches that are newer um, and think something looks cool um, or saw something on, online that looks cool and they want to have their athletes try out. So just keep that in mind. If you are a runner that's going to do strength training, make sure that you get some good programming and also just know the reason behind the things that you're doing. And if you're not sure, ask. And the person that is giving it to you should know the reason why you're doing them. So today I want to talk a little bit about why runners should strength train, why sometimes they don't, some big reasons they don't, and that might resonate with you if you are a runner who has been thinking about strength training but hasn't quite taken it up, and then why should you do it, and how does that work with your running? And it's going to differ depending on where you are in the year, where you are in terms of are you in season, are you training for a race, or are you off season, you kind of just maintaining mileage, letting your body recover, um, taking some time before your next race. So as we get going, I will kind of call that an in season period that we'll say three months building up to a race where you're having more specific race plan um, and workouts for a specific race. Obviously, the build up for each race will depend on what race you're going to do, what race you're running, um, and what your goals are. I can talk about that as well. So for most runners, um, why they don't strength train, some of them is just grounded in old fashioned beliefs of strength training is going to make you bulkier. It's going to make you bigger. In other words, it's going to make you heavier. And yes, it's muscle, but for runners being heavier, especially endurance runners, isn't a good thing. Ironically, yesterday there was this big thing going around where you could plug in your height and it gave you your ideal body weight for powerlifting. And then it also gave you your ideal body weight for other sports. So I put in my height, which is 5'2, and my ideal weight for to be a marathon runner if I was going to be a competitive, right? So we're talking top of the level marathon runner, 98 pounds, so 100 pounds. I weigh like almost 40 pounds. I weigh 40 pounds more than 98 pounds, right? So <laughs> obviously, um, holding on to weight, whether it's good weight, lean mass, or we'll call it bad weight in quotations, fat mass, doesn't matter. Um, you need to be lighter if you're going to be a competitive endurance runner. Now, 
obviously me at 98 pounds is a bit ridiculous to even imagine. However, um, it's just that that's the fact that if you build muscle, you're going to become bulky. If you strength turn, you're going to build muscle, you're going to become heavier and in turn, it will make you slow. This actually couldn't be farther from the truth. Strength training, training will help allow you to maintain your lean mass, which if you're running long distances, sometimes that breaks down. So running longer distances, sometimes you'll have muscle, muscle wasting if you're not strength training along with that. And therefore, you're going to hold on to less lean mass. So now you're not holding on to that good mass anymore. And you're going to be missing out on some of the benefits of having that lean mass, which we will talk about. Second thing, which I think these days is much more common <clears throat> is the fact that you're used to running. Okay. So you can call yourself an advanced, let's call you an advanced runner. Not necessarily saying you're, you know, worldwide competitive or anything, but you're, you're advanced, you're an experienced runner. You've done some races, you know how to follow a plan. You know how to follow a run workout. Like you're confident in that, but you've never lifted before. So you're so advanced and experienced in one thing, and then you're so unfamiliar and uncomfortable with the other thing, which is strength training and lifting. And that can be a big hurdle for people to get over because they're so well-versed in this one thing and not in the other. And they're still both technically in the athletic fitness realm, right? So it's humbling. Like you have to take that piece of humble pie with your beginning of strength training. You might be very strong you might have very strong level of endurance, but you have weak muscles. That's a strange thing to get over. You might think, oh, I'm so strong because I can run a marathon. You have a high level of endurance. You're not necessarily strong. You're strong mentally for sure. Don't get me wrong. But you may have weak physical muscles, skeletal muscles. Why should you start strength training partly has to do with that. One is so that your muscles are strong. You, when you're running again, you want to hold on to as much, much lean mass as you can, especially if you're putting in higher, higher mileage for a couple of reasons. One is injuries. All right. Um, you're going through super repetitive motions when you're running your, your cadence, your stride. It's repetitive day after day after day. You're going to have some muscular imbalances. If you don't strength train, most likely, um, that can lead to injuries down the road. Chronic injuries are very common in runners. And again, it's because of this repetitive motion and sometimes muscles being imbalanced or having a different stride, sorry, a different stride, or sorry, stride that isn't equal or even from one side to the other. So the second goal here with strength training for runners is to make the runner stronger so that they're able to produce more force with their muscles at the same work rate. Um, we want to train them in a rep range that's not going to mimic their endurance runs, their aerobic runs. We don't want to basically, a lot of runners train in high, high rep ranges, like that endurance, if you will, rep range. And it's like, they're doing the same thing as they would do, or they're training the same systems as they would when they're going for their runs. So we want to make sure training wise that we're training for strength with these runners that we're training to be explosive with these runners so that we are training the fast twitch fibers so that the goal is over time, they're able to produce more force into the ground when they're running um, with the same work rate from their muscles. And the second thing is, or I guess this is the third thing, right? But it's about the second point is every runner wants to be able to have that final kick at the end of the race. How are we going to do that? We've got to have that anaerobic, that strength capacity to do that at the end of the race. And strength training, I truly believe, helps with this more than people think um, at the end of the race, that explosion. 
So a couple of reasons, again, to summarize why you do want to strength train. The first one is obviously definitely injuries. We want to stave off, keep those chronic, those injuries away that are coming from the repetitive motions of running or, and or imbalances that come from those repetitive motions from running. So we want to try to keep injuries at bay because like anything else, the more consistent you can be with that training, the healthier you can be for the longest period of time, the better runner you'll become. Sorry, my dog is chewing an antler bone. Um, the better runner you'll become with that consistency over time. And then again, the second is so that we're, we're building stronger muscles. We're able to put more force into the ground at the same work rate. We're training those type two, those fast twitch fibers um, so that we are stronger. We have that final kick at the end. We're able to run at, put more force in the ground, able to run at a quicker pace um, without muscle fatigue. So <clears throat> just a couple things to think about why you should, as a runner, start to strength train. I did mention too, you know, the body mass thing. You want to hold on as a runner. You may want to lose weight to become a better runner, but you want to hold on to as much lean mass as you can because that's going to be beneficial for you. So strength training will help you hold on to that lean mass as you lose body fat and help you get your get to your ideal body composition as a runner. So just a couple of things to think about on why you should start strength training as a runner, why you should implement a strength training plan. Now, the next question is, how are we going to do that? How are we going to do these things? So it really depends on a lot of different things. One is going to be the individual's experience with running and strength training and also what their goals are. So the first thing, if you are going to have a coach in your running they should be asking you like one, what's your experience with running, strength training, and what are your future goals? If your goals are just to finish a race, it's much different than if you have a specific time goal for that race. Okay. Or if you are, say you have walk, run a marathon, and now we want to be able to run the whole thing versus you want to break a three hour marathon, or you want to get a BQ time on a marathon. So it depends where you are. Are we advanced? Are we new? How about lifting? Are we advanced in lifting? Are we new to lifting? A couple of different things that are going to determine how we attack this. But the best way to do this is hopefully you are starting your plan far enough away from your race so that we can build a base, both a base of running and a base of strength training. So when you're farther away from your race, you don't need to put in speed sessions or as much as many running workouts, if you will. Um, you should just be building a base of mileage that is slower. It is um, building the engine for the future so that when we do make leaps in mileage, as well as when we do add running workouts, your body's prepared for that. This is a good time to really hammer strength training and get build a muscle that you want to then maintain throughout your race prep. So I always tell people, as long as you are preparing for, for a race far enough away, you're setting yourself up for success because you can start building your mileage slowly, which is in itself very important. And during that time, you can also strength train, build a base of strength that you want to then maintain throughout your race prep rather than trying to gain muscle throughout your race prep and build mileage if you're trying to cram it all into a small period of time. So I think frequency in terms of if you're farther away from that race, you're not in a race prep yet, you should be able to get three lifts in a week. Um, that will allow you to one, 
really get some total body workouts in, be able to cover all of your muscle groups, um, and also be able to be frequent enough that you're going to get some gains in strength. Even if you aren't new, you will get gains in strength if you're consistent and you're working hard at that strength training. Remember, even though you are advanced, you may be advanced at running, you may be new to lifting. So remember that and start slow, just like you did when you started running, right? You didn't jump into 50, 60 mile weeks. You started with, you know, a 10 mile week, and then you worked up to a 13 mile week. Same thing with lifting. You need to start slowly and don't just jump right into it because you're used to it with running. And I know it sounds like a strange thing, but you need to start slowly and work your way through. So that may mean for some people, a lot of people, starting with body weight exercises or light weight exercises. And you'll be you'll be surprised at how quickly you're able to add weight, but you need to keep yourself safe because again, you don't want to put yourself at undue risk for injury by strength training. You want to improve your running and reduce the risk for injury through strength training. What type of exercises should you include in your strength? plan if you are a runner. Number one is compound work. So you should be doing exercises that give you the most bang for your buck because you don't want to spend all day in the gym lifting. You want to be able to get your lifts in in about, you know, 45 minutes. You want to be in and out because remember, this is on top of your running. So you don't want to be adding these long strength sessions in the gym. You want to be able to get the work done. Um, Compound lifts, things that are going to work the entire body. Um, Big lifts, big squat, um, deadlifting, you know, benching, rowing, things that you're going to, you're not going to do an isolation exercise like a bicep curl um, or a quad extension machine. Of course, different scenarios will call for different things. If there's injuries involved or certain um, weaknesses and such like that, but I'm talking about the general healthy individual. You want to be working on those compound lifts so that we can get the most bang for our buck. We can get in, we can get out. You want to be working them at a, um, in a rep range that and with weight that is challenging for you. So I have most of my runners do a couple of different rep ranges. Most of them are six to eight or like 10, 12 reps. Um, so that we're getting definite strength and hypertrophy out of their strength training work. But the key part is if I'm asking my runner when they're doing their strength training, I'm asking my running athlete to do their strength training program and I ask them to do squats for six to eight reps, I'm not giving them, if their max squat, let's just say is a hundred, I'm not going to tell them to go grab a 25 pound dumbbell and do six to eight squats. Cause that's going to do nothing for them. It has to be a weight that by those last couple reps is challenging for them, right? We want to build here. We're not just going through the motions to go through the motions because then you are essentially wasting your time. Cause remember you have a goal with your strength training. It is to improve your running and also reduce your risk for injury. You're not just doing it for health, right? We're not just doing it for exercise, for movement. There's a specific goal related with your strength training if you are doing it as a runner to improve your running, okay? Um, So that's the first thing. Um, Once you get into your race prep, that will reduce your big lift days. Generally, I have my runners do two bigger lift days, and then I'll also add in some different core work, single leg work um, into one or two other days, depending on their experience with lifting and also the mileage they've been putting in and what they need to increase to. 
And with that, I will generally go with whatever their biggest weaknesses are. Those days we will attack those. For a lot of runners, they have weaknesses in their hips. Um, they have a weak core. They, those are like super common with runners. Um, it's just the nature of the beast. So that's when we'll kind of attack those a little bit more on those days because they're exercises that aren't going to be taxing. They're not going to fatigue the, the athlete the next day and they'll be ready to go but over time they have a big impact so it's not going to be something where they do for a week and they're like oh my god it's magical but over time as they put wear and tear on their body it will make a big difference that they're doing those things consistently as they get into that race prep you really it is super important to realize their experience level with both running and lifting and to monitor their fatigue as they get into it, not just with running, but how that strength training is affecting it because you don't want their strength training to be putting them in a state of fatigue that they cannot recover from. You want them to be able to recover and be able to crush their run workouts. You don't want to have one affect the other. You shouldn't have them go for a heavy more body strength day and then their long run is you know the next day or really to be honest like two days later they're going to feel like trash that is not the goal the goal is for their strength training again to be beneficial for their running to improve their running so just things to think about um a lot a lot of times i will pair like a tempo not their long run but like a tempo or speed with one of their lifts for the week because those are two hard things to tax some things on their body will give them longer to recover before their long run for the week that is something that i found to be pretty helpful in the past with a lot of the athletes that i've had is that they will will allow them to recover for that long run um people look forward to their long run if they're a distance runner right if you're training for a half marathon or a marathon like that's something that all week long you're thinking about you're like ooh, we're moving up this week how are we gonna do it you know especially once you start getting you're a little bit more experience and you have pacing within that and it's not just you're going for a long um endurance run and you have a little tempo work within your long run so we want to just make sure we're smart about when we are programming in those strength training days and just remove any additional like things that you may have had them do in their off season before their race prep, before their in season that you really just don't need. Um, and it's kind of excess, maybe some of those accessories you had them do to build the strength. Let's take it away. Let's have the goal here for these next, you know, eight, 12 weeks, 16 weeks to be maintain their strength and worry about building it once the race is over. All right. So let's get rid of the, the extra focus on the compound movements, any weaknesses they have, let them recover and work on maintaining their strength and power throughout their race prep. Just a, a couple things that I found work really well for running athletes. Um, so again, just to kind of work back through this, but if you are a runner and you have goals, or if you are a runner and you're training for a race, you should truly consider strength training if for no other reason than to try to um, help you stay healthy and help prevent injury by getting and I don't mean like traumatic injury like your muscles are that weak but I just mean the repetitive motion of running um, reduce the injury of reduce the risk of chronic injury over time of muscular imbalances over time it can be super simple. Use some compound lifts. You don't have to go crazy. As you get more advanced into running and as you have more specific running goals, that's when you need to really build your strength training plan um, or you need to have someone build your strength training and running plan together so that they complement each other. They work together and they're going to get you to that best result. 
they're not going to um, either under or overwhelm you. They're going to be suited for you specifically. Um, so just some things to think about if you are a runner and how I kind of attack strength for runners. It, it's a little different whether, again, you're in your off-season, quote-unquote, or in-season, your, your race prep. And the goal during the off-season is definitely to build strength to make you more powerful. And the goal in-season in that race prep is to maintain that so that you can carry that over to your race day. The only other thing that I just thought about here is um, I did mention at one point in time, like, core work and single leg work, even that stuff, it can be a hundred percent, uh, can be weighted. Right. So, and I don't mean like, you don't need like single leg work when you're on a BOSU ball. Um, but single leg work, like single leg RDLs, um, even single leg RDLs with a kettlebell where you're going to put down and pick up the kettlebell to challenge that core and anti-rotational motions, um, you know, single leg pistol squats to a box, um, things that are going to help your core stability and also work on your hips as well. I found super helpful for runners over time. So again, if you are a runner and you have specific goals for a race, definitely consider adding strength training to your race plan and make it specific. Just like your race plan is specific for your race, your strength training should be specific for your goal. And those who should coincide, they should go together so that they complement each other and they're not going to overwhelm you or underwhelm you. They're going to be the right amount of both strength training and running for you to reach your goal and to set your next race PR. So if you are a runner, again, look into strength training, look into um, having it complement your race plan. If you have any questions, please feel free to reach out to me, um, you know, on Instagram, you can find me Meg Skin Lift on my website. It is www.megskinlift.com. I have um, a little blog up there. My email is up there, which is lift at megskinlift.com, as well as all of my coaching options, which does include strength for runners. Um, if you have any questions about a running program or running workouts, how you should build those in, um, run, how you should build running workouts into your running or strength training for runners, just let me know. Um, I'd be happy to answer any questions that you have. And other than that, I'll be back with part three, which is going to be strength training for barbell athletes or for powerlifters specifically, and how I view strength training for powerlifters. And I will go through kind of how I view it for the newbie. And then as you get more advanced, what that looks like specifically. So if you have questions about that, feel free to send them to me. So when I do that podcast, I will definitely answer any questions that I see come through um, before then. So I will be doing, I'll be recording that next week. So please feel free to send me your questions, either through Instagram, you can DM me, or you can also send them to that email, lift at mexicanlift.com. Until next time, work hard, get strong.